I've been vegan for 11 years, but I was actually an ex-vegan at one point. So today, I'm going to share my vegan journey with you. From this episode, I hope you can take away three things. So first, going vegan is hard. People who go vegan overnight are the exception, but they're often the loudest ones, especially on social media. Second, it's okay to try to go vegan, stop, and then start again. You don't need to do it overnight. And third, be kind to yourself. Focus on progress over perfection. You don't need to be a perfect vegan. Just do what you can given your unique circumstances. Hey, and welcome to the Friendly Veg Podcast, where we explore the social side of being vegan. In each episode, we'll dive into personal experiences and perspectives on the benefits and challenges to being vegan in today's society. Join us as we cover the emotional, social, and cultural aspects of the vegan lifestyle and how it intersects with daily living. I'm your host, Serena. I've been vegan for 11 years. I've been vegan as a student, now as a working professional, and in multiple countries, and I'm so excited you're here. Before we get into my vegan story, I would really appreciate if you could leave a review or a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or on YouTube if you're watching the video podcast version of this. And if you're not listening on any of these platforms, feel free to take a screenshot of your podcast player, post it on your Instagram story, and tag me at friendlyveg underscore. I'm so curious to see who is listening, and I appreciate you letting me know. Finally, I know a lot of you worry about getting enough protein on a vegan diet. I totally relate. I've recently gotten back into weightlifting and I've been sort of realizing that I don't think I eat enough protein to sustain the gains in muscle mass that I'm hoping to achieve. So that's why I've put together a free high protein ebook featuring recipes that all use tofu because tofu is my all time favorite protein source. So you can get the ebook for free on my website, friendlyveg.com. Okay, so let's get into it. Let's talk about why I went vegetarian. So I've always loved animals. I feel like so many vegans say this, actually so many people say this, don't you think so? Humans just love animals. Anyways, I remember when I was about seven years old, I went to the library and borrowed a book about pigs. I was obsessed with pigs and I thought they were so cute. I still think they're really cute. I remember telling my mom I wanted a pet pig and she just laughed. But it wasn't for another six years until I went vegetarian when I was 13. I never thought about being vegetarian at all until my friend Sam in high school put a pita flyer in my locker. The flyer described factory farming and I remember being horrified, absolutely horrified and shocked. Funnily enough though, Sam doesn't remember having those pita flyers at all. He's not even vegetarian, but I know it was him. So because of these pita flyers, I went vegetarian overnight. But I stopped being vegetarian about eight months later when a friend forced me to eat sausage. I mean, she didn't really force me, but at that age when you're 13, you just want people to like you. So I remember her shoving the sausage in my face and being like, eat it, it's going to taste good. So I ate it and I was like, yeah, it tastes good. And she seemed so happy. And then I was happy that I made her happy. Yeah, it's kind of sad, I guess. When I look back on it years later, I wonder if that was the start of my secret vegetarian slash secret vegan journey. I sort of learned after that experience that, yeah, maybe being vegetarian is weird and it would be better to not tell people about it. I don't know. But what I do know is that sometime after that sausage incident, I declared I was vegetarian again. I don't think the sausage incident made me want to hide being vegetarian at this point in my life, but I think it sort of planted the seed in my mind and can kind of explain why I kept my veganism a secret later on, but that's later in the story. Anyways, at this time when I went vegetarian sort of for the second time for the real time, I remember my dad saying to me, okay, Serena, 
you're vegetarian now, that means you're going to cook for yourself. So I learned to cook at quite a young age, around when I was 13 or 14. And with regards to my dad's comment, this was definitely coming from a place of love. I think he just didn't know how to feed me and he wanted help, which is completely understandable. And I'm actually really happy that my dad said this to me because I learned to cook when I was really young, like I said. And I still obviously love my dad so much. Dad, if you're listening to this, love you. <laughs> now, I got pretty used to telling people that I was vegetarian. So people would ask me often, I don't know why they would ask this. This was like one of the most common things people would ask me. They would say, oh, well, you're vegetarian. Are you going to go vegan? And I would always respond with something like, oh, I'm happy being vegetarian. I would never go vegan. That's so extreme. And I know now I was just repeating what I had heard other people say about vegans. But I remember one time so distinctly saying this to an aunt that I wouldn't go vegan because vegans are extreme. And I remember so desperately wanting her approval at that point. Like I can still remember looking at my aunt and looking for a sort of look of approval in her eyes when I said I wouldn't go vegan because vegans are extreme. I guess I've always been a people pleaser. I've always wanted to fit in desperately, at least at that time of my life. But I mean, I was in high school at that point. Didn't you want to fit in when you were in high school? Or if you're in high school right now, do you feel that pressure to fit in? Because that pressure is very real. And I think it's completely okay to feel the pressure to want to fit in. So anyways, to sort of recap so far, I went vegetarian when I was 13, went back to eating meat for a very brief period, went vegetarian again. This all happened when I was still about 13 years old. And I was vegetarian until I was about 16 or 17, and that's when I discovered that I was lactose intolerant, which, as you may know, is extremely common among people of East Asian descent. Like me, according to Procon.org, 87% of people in China are lactose intolerant, and apparently 100% of the population in Ghana are lactose intolerant too, which is wild to me. It's a very common condition. So because of this, I realized that as a lactose intolerant vegetarian, I was pretty much vegan, so I thought... Why not actually look up what vegan is instead of declaring that being vegan is extreme and, you know, hating on it, I decided to educate myself. So I'm kind of proud of previous Serena for having that foresight and sort of being open to the idea of veganism. In order to educate myself on what vegan actually meant as a term, I remember I searched for vegan on Apple Podcasts or whatever the podcast player was called at that point. It was so long ago, I can't remember and I feel kind of old saying that. But I didn't find many podcasts on veganism except for Colleen Patrick Goudreau's Thought for Food podcast. And I listened to Colleen's podcast every night as I fell asleep. I remember being so struck by how she spoke about veganism from a point of compassion and kindness. And that really resonated with me and her messaging continues to resonate with me today. I think Colleen is amazing. I look up to her so much. And it was at that point when I was listening to her podcast every night when I fell asleep that I realized if I truly do love animals, then I have to go vegan. That's the most logical thing to do. But going vegan wasn't so easy. Like most new vegans, I was extremely passionate. I felt a passion that I didn't feel when I went vegetarian. I don't know if you relate to this or not. I couldn't stand the idea of my parents or sibling eating meat. When I was vegetarian, it was fine. But for some reason, when I went vegan, I just couldn't stand that they were eating meat in front of me. And I couldn't stand that they were consuming dairy in front of me all that sort of stuff. And that absolutely infuriated my family. Really, I think my fury towards my family made them very angry at me. Looking back on it, I know that I was so hard on my family and I really regret that now. I wish I had taken, you know, a more 
measured approach to my veganism and just let my family do their thing as I would have hoped they would have let me do, you know? But it wasn't just difficult with my family. Socially, with my friends, it was difficult too. I actually didn't tell most people I was vegan, only my absolute closest friends knew, like three people. For example, most of my soccer teammates, who I spent a lot of time with in high school, they just thought I was a healthy eater. But it's like, the reason I was saying no to eating donuts after a soccer game wasn't because I was health conscious, it's because the donuts weren't vegan, I just didn't have the guts to tell them. But they all just became so used to this idea, like, we're all gonna eat donuts, Serena's not gonna eat them because she doesn't like them. Like, I like donuts, I just don't want to eat donuts that, you know, have animal products in them. So I stayed vegan in secret for the most part, and then I just became very used to watching my friends eat non-vegan food and buy non-vegan clothes and products. But as hard as it was in high school, it got harder in university. Back when I was in university, and again, this sort of makes me feel old saying it, the cafeteria slash dining hall had barely any vegan options. I know dining halls nowadays in universities tend to have a lot of vegan options, which is awesome, but that wasn't the case for me. So because of this, I ate a lot of plain salads, and I kept a jar of peanut butter in my room, too, for when I was really hungry. And yeah, it's kind of sad looking back on it, honestly, now that I think about it. But truly, I was fine with not having much food to eat in terms of the variety. I've always sort of taken the approach where I'm just like, as long as I'm eating enough that I feel like I have energy, I don't care what I eat. Like, I'll eat a bowl of lettuce if I have to, if that's all there is, I'm, I'm gonna do it. But in university, like in high school, it was actually the social aspect of being vegan that was the hardest for me. I remember the dining hall staff, whenever they saw me walk up to get some food, they would yell at each other and be like, hey, here comes the girl who only eats vegetables. They were grown adults bullying a first year university student, so that was pretty rough. And because of this, I remember feeling so nervous every time I went to the cafeteria. It was sort of one part worrying that there wouldn't be much for me to eat and I would have to go eat peanut butter in my room, but the other part was me worrying that the dining hall staff would make fun of me. Not just making fun of me, but make fun of me in front of my friends. It really wasn't very nice. Eventually it became too hard. I mean, I learned to ignore the dining hall staff and just own it and I would just say, yep, hey, I'm the girl who only eats vegetables, haha. But I felt like I was really excluding myself from fun times with my friends. When they baked cookies for our friend group, for example, I just wanted to be able to eat them. But, you know, keep in mind my friends were, and still are, awesome. I love them so much. I have really good friends from my university years who I'm still friends with now, and so grateful for that. And they've always been really tolerant of my veganism, but there definitely were times like pizza nights, potlucks, where I just wanted to be able to eat everything they were eating. And I'm kind of sheepish about this, but I also viewed veganism as being so strange that I thought it would prevent me from finding a boyfriend. It was very silly, and this is why I became an ex-vegan, because of social pressure. Well, social pressure, but also very much self-imposed pressure to fit in. So I declared that I was not going to be vegan anymore. I was an ex-vegan. I would tell people, I'm vegetarian. I used to be vegan. Don't worry about that. I'm not going to go vegan again. Like, I thought it was so weird and I had to clarify that I wasn't vegan. But I pretty much ate vegan or plant-based at home, but I would eat cakes and cookies if people offered them to me but I always felt kind of weird about it. I remember a few times trying to eat scrambled eggs too because that's what a lot of my friends ate, but I never really felt comfortable eating eggs. It just never sat with me. I always just felt like there was something wrong about eating them because I guess there kind of was. 
And this discomfort with eating eggs and dairy, it stayed with me throughout the year or so that I was an ex-vegan when I was vegetarian slash plant-based at home. But once I graduated from university and started grad school in Hong Kong, the discomfort I had felt with eating eggs and dairy, it became something greater at this point, actually. I found that I stopped being able to enjoy food at all. Like, there was no joy in food for me. Nothing was satisfying, not even plant-based foods, which really sucked. It's not nice to not enjoy food. And I realized that the discomfort I was feeling was actually guilt. I felt guilty every time I was eating dairy, and I felt guilty every time I was eating or consuming milk. And that guilt built and built until it made me just feel repulsed by food overall. So I knew in my heart that I was meant to be vegan, and once I realized that the reason I wasn't feeling satisfied with food was because of my guilt around consuming animal products, I knew that morally, ethically, or whatever you want to call it, being vegan is what aligned and is what still aligns with me the most. So because of this, I decided to reinvent myself as a vegan because that's what I've always wanted to be, it's what I've always wanted to do, and I've just been scared to, honestly. I decided to push through the social awkwardness and just do it. I knew that being vegan was going to be difficult for me, it was going to make life hard, especially living in Hong Kong and living off a small grad student stipend. But once I went vegan for the final time, the food guilt I was experiencing, it completely went away, like a cloud lifted from my head, and honestly it was just transformative for me. So that's my vegan journey. I'm happy to go more into detail about how I went vegan the second time, so let me know. Maybe send me a message on Instagram, add a comment here. If you're watching on YouTube, just let me know if you want to learn more. Even to this day, I'm always expecting to feel uncomfortable when I tell people I'm vegan or when they find out that I'm vegan. But I'm always pleasantly surprised with how easy it is to be vegan nowadays, and it's amazing how tolerant people are of veganism, but still, because of this path I've been on of being a vegetarian, an ex-vegetarian, an ex-vegan, and finally a vegan for real, I do understand how hard it can be to be vegan. The social pressure you might be feeling right now as a new vegan or somebody interested in plant-based eating, that's very real pressure. I do know how you feel because I stopped being both vegetarian and vegan because of social pressure. And I know what some of you listening might think, maybe you think I'm weak or that I'm still weak for caring what other people think, but let's be real. Everyone cares what other people think, it's just some of us are better at owning who we are than others. And admittedly, that's something I'm currently working on when it comes to veganism though, one thing that has really helped me is community. Having other vegan friends helps so much, and that's why I've created the Friendly Vegans and Friends Discord server. You can join it by clicking the link in the show notes or by finding the link on my website, which is friendlyveg.com. Finally, if you enjoyed this, please consider subscribing to this podcast. I would really appreciate it. It would really help me out, and it would be a good signal to me that I should continue making these. And if you have suggestions on future topics I should cover, definitely let me know. You can always DM me at friendlyveg underscore on Instagram. Okay, so that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you later. Bye.